Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the More Play Podcast. As always, I'm Lance and with me today is... Sean, you know, the, no- the normal guest. Hey, I-, I missed a week. Two weeks, actually. Yeah, that was... I- I'm, I'm wait, here. two weeks. Oh yeah, that's right, because it was, it was yeah. Kurt and then it was Dennis. Now we're back. I'm here to make up for it. Did you miss me? I did. Oh, I like yeah. what you did with the room here. Looks awesome. I know anybody listening to the podcast can't see, but I reorganized the room to have a little bit more space, uh, especially for VR activities. So it's <laughs> it's more spacious in here. Yeah, looks good. Looks very good. You missed the last podcast on accident anyway, because you called me up to come over and hang out. And I was like, no, no, I already got somebody here. And you're like, what? <laughs> you had fun, didn't you? I did. It turned out to be actually a pretty good podcast. The, the banter was actually pretty smooth. It was easy to edit. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I'm happy for you. I'm glad it was good, a good turnout. Well, unfortunately, the podcast normally doesn't have a lot of structure, but today we're actually going to touch on one news topic, and that's that Diablo 4 had its first open beta. Uh, but it was for like two days. I know some friends that played it for people who pre-ordered it. So you can test it out, look for bugs and holes in the system, and then they can kind of try to patch those out before the second beta, which is later this month, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then the beginning of June is when the game finally comes out. And in my opinion, I don't know if you've seen anything on it, but in my opinion, the game looks a lot like Diablo 3. Yes, I thought I'll let you finish. <laughs> and I, I think there's, that's because there's like a limit to what you can do with this kind of style of game and its graphics because it's top down. Like, what are you going to do? Like put details of grains of sand in the sand while you're all the way up here at this top level. You know what I mean? So there's got to be a limit. I didn't get to see very much about the details of the game itself. And I think I don't want to spoil it. For myself but at the same time the way that the mechanics work i don't think there's a lot you could really spoil like i did see one news post that said that the classes weren't going to be balanced or maintaining a balance i don't know what that means i don't know if that means they're going to rotate the balance or like one character's gonna be stronger for one season and they're going to move around the stats for the next season but it's still diablo and i'm still looking forward to playing it with you why what did you see well i, I saw like a short clip of it of like gameplay um, and I thought it looked pretty good, but like you said, I definitely thought it, uh, it, well, it reminded me of Diablo three and I got very excited. I like Diablo three. I mean, I, I bench played it with you for a little while. I think yeah. we beat the game in like a day or two or something. I don't know. I don't even remember, but I know you were, uh, you main the monk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that was, it was fun running through. So I'm excited for this one to come out. Hopefully we'll play some different characters cause I've mained the necromancer. And I remember for a while there because I had I had played a little bit more than you and with the equipment that I had, you didn't you couldn't really even fight anything because I was murdering everything so quickly. Yes. You were like, could you just let me kill something? 
<laughs> you are way overpowered. And the but, necromancer just is. But it came in handy. It, it definitely helped. Yeah, you could do um, bone spears from the corpses for no cost at all. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, but I had found an item that let me do, I don't remember what it was, but it's an area effect attack straight off your body every time you did a regular attack. So it also costs nothing. So I was shooting things from a distance and smashing things that were right on top of me by just without spending any mana at all. Yep. And then you're like, could I just fight something? And I'm like, bro, I'm not even breaking a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't either. I wasn't doing it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the necromancer can definitely be far overpowered if you know how to use it. And I don't know if that was a balance thing. Um, I know it's a design thing. I know the other characters can also be really strong, but it depends on what kind of equipment you picked up and right. how you built up your character and such like that. But uh, yeah, Necromancer, especially with those the, those items and not having to spend mana, even though it's a mana-based character. Oh yeah, it's, it was super overpowered for what we were doing. It was still fun. And I enjoyed beating the crap out of everything the whole way through the game. Oh yeah. I look forward to this coming out because I know we're looking for some games to just kind of binge and relax and hang out and just kind of, you know, coast through and whatnot. And I think, mm-hmm. I think this is definitely going to be one of those things where we, we might end up playing it for like a month straight. I don't know. We'll see. You'd be like, Hey, we're getting on the night. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> How long has it been? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, sometimes I look at Diablo three and I go, I could play it again, but I'm like, nah, nah, I put enough time into that game. Yeah. I'll just wait for the next one to come out. Yep. Yeah, any other news? No, I don't really think there's anything. I mean, I had touched on uh, that Dead Space was coming to the Game Pass. That's already happened. That's a Dead Space 2 and 3, not the first one or the remake. But that was earlier in the month. Uh, I don't think anything's really coming out or, or happening this month at all, really. We're, we're waiting for the future releases coming out like Diablo 4 and Jedi Fallen Order and, and you know, et cetera. Yeah. They're farther down the pipeline, so we're just going to have to wait to talk about some fun things. Yeah. Other than... I guess for us, for news, we're going to Galaxy Con this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're actually, we're going. My first con. I'm excited. I, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't know what to expect. You're like, because I hit you up and you're like, I don't know, what are we doing this weekend? And you're like, all right, all right, we're going. And I'm like, does he even know what's going to happen while we're there? No, I have no idea. I've never been. I'm excited. Were you a, a Boy Meets fan? Uh, yeah, Boy Meets in. Were you a Boy Meets World fan? <laughs> uh. I haven't seen, but You've like, never watched Boy Meets World? No, maybe a half episode a few times here and there. Uh, I'm a Boy Meets World fan, and um, four of the actors are going to be there. You're a Doctor Who fan, plus a couple other things. They have a whole bunch of um, Doctor Who characters that are going to be there. Like, you ever watch anything with David Tennant in it? No, he's going to be there. Yeah. William Shatner's, like, always there. They have a bunch of voice actors from, like, Mario stuff. I can't remember all the people off the top of my head, but there's, there's quite a list of important people that are there. And that's because, I guess, since the COVID stuff kind of rolled off, like, it's still out there, but nobody really talks about it anymore. People have come out of their houses more. So, like, as far as cons go, people have been coming out more in droves, especially on, like, the celebrity side of things. So, I don't know how many people we're going to see there. We're going to be going on a Sunday, which is actually the quieter day, because it runs from Friday to Sunday. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Saturday is the best, best day to go, but I know you're working. Yep. So, unless you want to drive there right after work or try to get off work early, because Saturday would be the day to go. Um, we're only going to be there for a couple hours anyway, and then, and then leave. Like I normally only spend an average of like three hours at a con because I want to go through all the, all the different shops and stores. I want to see people who are hanging out. I've never paid for an autograph or, or a meet and greet, which I want to, don't get me wrong, but they're not cheap. 
and get to see all the people hanging out. The food's not worth anything because it's, you know, it's like like hotel style food. And then after you've been there for a couple hours and you've seen it and everything, unless you want to go do a panel, you know, you're pretty much done. And don't get me wrong. There's plenty of panels and things like that to do that. I think if I had enough free time and commitment, I would go do. But by default, especially without Kate being here and things like that, I just I'm kind of doing whatever. Yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff to do. But I think especially since it's going to be your first con and you're not really trying to spend any money or anything like that. I think the best part for you is going to be the exhibitors corner where all the the shops and everything are, because you'll be able to see all the people who are in cosplay walking around and all the cool things that are for sale. You might want to take a picture on something. Are you a fan of He-Man? Mm, no, I, I don't know who that is or what that is. You don't is. know who He-Man is? Oh, nope. wow. Yep. Oh, wow. Your, your, your nerdliness is showing. <laughs> um, what about uh, Back to the Future? Yes. You can take a picture in the DeLorean. Oh, if you no want. Way. Sweet. Yeah, they have uh, some of the Doctor Who stuff, so you can take a picture next to the TARDIS of the Dalek. Never watched Doctor Who, except for what I've seen here. You don't really know what you're going to see. They, they try to lay out most of it on the website, you can, so you can kind of track what is going to happen there and what kind of panels and things like that that are going to be there or what kind of meet and greets you want to pay for and win and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was looking at the Boy Meets World one because, again, there's four of them there, and I like Boy Meets World. But in order to do group photo, it's $220. Which granted, I would love Ooh. to meet them. I've also been listening to their podcast um, for the past week because they they're doing a rewatch podcast for the show because they haven't watched. Most of them haven't even watched the show except for like a couple episodes. And it's been 30 years. So they're rewatching that the show and talking about each episode, kind of like what they're doing with other stuff. They have The Office rewatch. They have New Girl rewatch. There's a bunch of rewatch podcasts out there where people are watching the show and talking about the show. Except these are actors that were actually in it, so they can talk about like behind the scenes and all that jazz. Mm. But yeah, they do the same thing for like Doctor Who. And so like you can do individual photos, you can do group photos. But yeah, again, I don't have the list and I guess I'm kind of done ranting since it's all very vague. But yeah, your first con this weekend. I'm excited for you. Should be a good time. Should be. Should be. I don't I don't know. You what's, look I don't know. What to, uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect. So I'm well, just winging it, man. Let's go. Let's try it out. I, th- I think one of the biggest things that you'll find fun is seeing all the people in cosplay because if you ever recognize somebody, you'd be like, oh, I know what that is, you know, or like somebody will walk up and just like full Master Chief armor or full Mandalorian yeah, armor. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. You don't <laughs> know what legit. you're going to see because it's all random people. It's not right. like it's planned out. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. That's something, something I haven't done, you know, and gets me out of the house, gets me away. And-, and there's bigger ones out there. So if you enjoy it, we can go to those ones. Um, And then the thing is, they also change every single year. Like the con mm. concept is the same every year. But the people rotate. So like it may be these people now like Doctor Who and Boy Meets World that you don't know. But next year it could be, you know, Power Rangers or the Fast and Furious. I don't know. Like we don't know. They they plan it out. Not not the con, really. It's the people who decide to show up. So what all do they sell? You said they sell some stuff there. So I'm guessing like, like the vendors. Yeah. Like from like they're going to have games, plushies. So Actually, the vendors like, are all people who are arriving too. So they, they purchase floor space to put up their stand. Right. No, I know and so there's no way to plan that out either, but you could get there and it could be anything from people making magic wands for, for people who are like fans of Harry Potter or just like mages and, and wizards and stuff like that. Anyway, retro video games. I definitely going to be looking at a bunch of retro video games because people will show up with like really rare ones okay. or just like bulk amounts of them that they're just trying to get rid of. So you can get them for cheap. You don't know until you see it, but um, yeah. Video games, that's plushies, what wands. That's what I'm really excited You don't know. For. Like, I'm hoping to see a lot of games there and maybe be able to go through and see what I can find. I think I only saw three booths that did video games last time I was there. And one of the booths mainly had, like, foreign consoles. 
So you could buy like Japanese consoles, Japanese games, stuff like that. So still all the games that you know, just not in the language that you would be able to read. So that's more for like niche collectors or people who speak more than one language. I would love to speak more than one language, but I don't. Also, there's a bunch of consoles out there if you're a console collector that have multiple different colors. And if you want to collect all of them, you have to buy them from all the different countries as well. So like the PS Vita is a good example. They have, you know, like a Sherbert orange and, and like green and black and a bunch of other colors. But luckily, the PS Vita is actually not region locked. So if you buy any of those, you can just play them like the two, two of the ones that are over your shoulder, are actually Japanese consoles. The only difference is, is the X and the O button are, are flipped, not not on the controller itself, but like what they do in the right. OS. But once you go into like any of the games, since they're English games, they play just like a regular game. So you don't notice. But there's like a whole bunch of different colors for like the N64. I want to say like 40 different colors or something like that. I could be wrong. I'm just guessing. You can get anything from like a uh, great purple to like a watermelon red to uh, a bright orange. There's tons of different colors, like a yellow Pokemon one. And so like going to cons like this or like video games expos is like one of those opportunities where you can find things like that that you normally wouldn't find. And a lot of game collectors like myself like buying these things in person. Yeah. So I'm not just going to order the stuff online and just chuck money at it. But if I see something, I'll buy it like that white PSP over there. I actually bought it the last con. It's because the black one had started going bad right before we went. And there was a game they left in it. So that was just they just gave it to me for free. That was nice. Hell yeah. But yeah. 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 Um, You don't know. I mean, you could buy they have like weapon stands. Um, Man, man, I I can't go there. A lot of money. I just feel it. You don't have to. You don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to bring a lot of money. You don't have to spend any money while you're there. there. But there are tons of cool things. And if you happen to like it, you can buy it. Like they have, like I told you, they have like entire Lego stands where there's just shit tons of Legos. And there's, you can can be there for a while. I'm I'm very excited for, you know, just to go. I've never been. The experience is going to be fun. I am am very excited. So. Yeah. You might be walking around the, the floor and just see a celebrity walk by and be like, oh, I don't know who that is. You know, oh shit! Again, it sounds like you Who's don't know that? a lot of the celebrities that are going to be there because I mean, there's like groups of of cast members there. Uh, did you ever watch Star Trek? No. Yeah. See, yeah, you're you're missing out on a lot of fandoms that are going to be here. But I mean, like even last last time I went, um, there was like you know Harry Potter actors and and random things like that. So like we walked by and or like uh, the the voice of um Mario and stuff like that. He was there. Wait a minute, didn't you watch Arrow? Part. Uh, I started. I got a couple episodes in. Uh, um, what What is his name? Stephen M. Nell. It's something M. Nell. He's gonna be there. So work. like the Arrow actor. Legit. Hell yeah. yeah See, there cool. we go. We found somebody that you know. Yeah. <laughs> I would thanks, bring up the list on my searching. phone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think you're gonna have fun, and um, it's it's the vibe that's everything because everyone that's there is just happy to be there. There is no niche cliques of groups of people who are just like angry that there's some other group of people there. No, it's just one huge ass building full of people who are just happy to be there and happy to be nerds and just like it's community. So what do you got? Then you say you had uh, like well, a news I, or something? Well, I, I don't know. Um, I saw a little trailer of the new Spider-Man coming out. And Spider-Man 2? No. Uh, with um, Tom Holland? Tom Holland, yes. Wait a minute, there's a, new, there's a new trailer for it? I saw. I don't know if it is actually legit or real or not, but I've seen this trailer on, on, on multiple sites. Uh, so I don't know if it's, and I still don't know if it's real. I don't know if someone put it together, but it looked pretty good. If it was, I'm very excited. I love the Spider-Man series. I loved all the Spider-Man series. Obviously, you know, Tobey Maguire's was like my favorite because it was our time, I per se. But um, I'm glad you're checking this out before my facts are wrong. But I swore. Are you talking about this one? No. It looked, it looked very good, very well put together. But for them just to even talk about it, that's the like, for them to even just talk about it has me excited. At least I know the movie is coming about. Right. I wasn't sure if they were going to do another one with Tom Holland. So 
I'm just excited to know that one is coming. Yeah, I think it's in his contract um, to do at least one more. And you probably saw a fan-made trailer, and there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, well, maybe not a bunch. There's at least a handful of them out there. There are, they are yeah. Well I, that's why I couldn't believe. That's why I tried to see if I could find it in other places. Um, it, it was very, like, I, I did, it did look like some scenes were from previous movies, which I kind of noticed there. So that's why I was like, all right. But I just want to know, like, is it coming about for real? And Okay, well, then I guess I have news for you. Um, the Spider-Man 2 game might have been leaked as to when it's coming out, and it might be in September. So I know you haven't played the first Spider-Man game, and I know you really want to, and you're a Spider-Man fan, but you might want to get on that because the Spider-Man 2 game is supposed to be, according to the voice actor who does Venom in Spider-Man 2, um, is supposed to be coming out in September. So you get to play as Spider-Man, as Miles Morales version of Spider-Man. There's going to be Venom in it. I don't know what else is going to be in it, but it's going to be, it should be better than the first one, and the first one's phenomenal. So... I think you should take that home with you and start playing it in your free time because it's really freaking fun. And if it is coming out in September, there's only a couple more months. I can knock that out in a weekend. A weekend? I don't know about a weekend. It, well, it depends if you're trying to like 100% the thing. I 100%ed that game. I got all the trophies. I'm not worried about all the trophies. I'm going to play the story. Oh, well, you're missing out on half the fun if you're only playing the story. There's a bunch of side stuff, like even collecting backpacks and stuff like that. Just just swinging around the, the city. Okay, I might, I might venture my way out there then. But that's all I have for news, though. At least we actually had a news segment this time. <laughs> yeah, um, so to keep going with movies, so John Wick 4 is coming out uh, the 24th. Of this month? Yes. Oh. oh. Are we going to go see it? Because we didn't go to see Ant-Man or Black Panther when those came out. I only have a couple of you that I go to see these movies with, and every time I'm like, are we going to go see it? And you guys are like, yeah. And then it comes around, and then we don't. I'm like, I'm so lonely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I try to see things with my woman, you know, and, and it's getting her caught up, you know, with two jobs, school and everything going on, you know. She, I thought there was another movie coming out, right? Man, I still need to see Black Panther, Ant-Man. I am, like, behind. Okay, that's really not too bad. I'm pretty cool. Um, Black Panther is on Disney Plus, though. I know. Uh, and I'm sure Ant-Man will be coming soon. Yeah. Um, let's see here. We have, at least the ones that I recognize anyway, John Wick Chapter 4 opens Friday. Yes. Apparently, Murder Mystery 2. I haven't seen the first one, but I at least recognize the title. Oh, yeah, there's a Dungeons & Dragons movie coming out. I, I haven't decided if I think it looks good, but it's supposed to be a comedy-based movie. Not like slapstick at all times comedy movie, but the commercial that I saw has potential for being funny. I'm probably going to watch it just because it's D&D &D and just to see what happens, or I'll probably wait until the reviews are out so I don't waste my money. Like I might just wait for it to come out, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to base your opinion on everybody else's, though, because, like, even though some might love or hate, you don't know until you see it yourself. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, if it's got a 30% a on Rotten Tomatoes, it's kind of telling that people hate it. Like, well, I'm going to look at more than one website, but what I'm saying is, like, if everyone thinks it's trash, I'll wait and wait for it to come out and then watch it. That way I don't have to spend the movie money to right, go watch it. Yeah, so I'll still yeah. watch it. But on my own time, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be like, oh, well, a movie came out and everybody loved it. And I ran out like I, I didn't go out and see Avatar. People, a bunch of people said it was good, but like I didn't really care that much for the first one. I saw that one in the theaters three times, not because I wanted to, but because I had a girlfriend at the time that really wanted to see it. And then I think we met with friends and they wanted to see it, something like that. But I ended up watching it three times. And it's like a three or four hour movie. I can't yes. remember how long it is. Yes. But yeah, it's a very long movie. Yeah, I, I sat in theaters 
three times. No. <laughs> After the second time, it's probably miserable in the third. Yeah. I thought it was a good movie, though. I haven't seen the second one. It's apparently, like, not exactly the same thing, but they just went from the, the mountains and forest that they were in and then went into the water. And then it's also, like, in the future. Not, like, super in the future, but, I mean, like, it's, it's the follow-up. So there's still the same main characters and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's got really good ratings, but I just, I don't know. Nobody in my, my circle or anything like that's talking about it. No one's brought it up. I've just heard stuff online. So again, eventually it'll come out and I'll see it at some point, but I did not rush to go out to see it. I'm still not nope, in a rush to nope. go see it. I'd rather see Ant-Man, but that's been out long enough that like it should be coming to, to Disney plus here in the Let next couple months. Movie day at our house. We got the big screen. Let's go. Uh, I think, yeah, no, I don't really have anything else news wise. Although we, we have been playing Back for Blood. That's been pretty fun. Nice. I don't know how much of that we're going to play and what we're going to move on to, but I know that's what we're playing right now. So, uh, like I said, i obsessed with the game. Finally beat all the acts. Now I'm like, am I going to go back to it? I don't know. Am I done with it? Are you not going to go back and do it on No Hope difficulty? I thought we were going to go back and like raise the difficulty that we actually were forced to use the mechanics of the game. So do you want to do one difficulty up or all the mm. way? All the way, baby. No Hope. No hope. That's okay. Uh, is is does is there like a warning on it that says basically like this is insanity? Because yes. if it is, I want to go one low, one lower. Like I want the game to be, I want to have to use the mechanics Strategy. of the game. I don't just want to be yeah. pinned to the wall. Because yeah. there are some games that put out a difficulty that is basically insane for people who are just like obsessed with the game. I'm not that obsessed with the game. I would like to look at the look at the decks that we use and the way that the game's laid out. Right now, the way we've been playing is I just grab a couple claws and then use the card that says I get healed one point for every zombie that I kill. And then I just mow through a bunch of zombies and don't even look at my health because I got, all I got to do is just keep running and slashing and I'm mowing everything down. So I don't really have to utilize the mechanics or tweak them or worry about how much health we're carrying. You know, as long as we have a card or a skill that says, you know, we can break out of something that would fix my issue of constantly getting grabbed. But like, I would like to be forced to use the mechanics where we go, all right, what can we do now? This act has got us into the wall because of this reason. So let's tweak the deck to do this. Yes. And then we get to the next one and then it screws us over and we go, all right, what can we do with our deck to do this? Okay. And then, you know what I mean? Like I want to yeah. be felt forced to use the mechanics, but I also want to be able to succeed if we are pushing against, you know, the difficulty, you know? So if I'm no down. hope is literally like insanity, let's just not do that. We'll do one lower. We'll, we'll, we'll try it out first. And then we'll what, no, no, yes, okay, yeah. Yes. I'm down for it. I wanted to go in. So uh, I started it with Casey on the next, not recruit, one level up. Veteran. Yeah, veteran. So um, doesn't seem too much different other than like you get a little less health and you don't get as many health charges on the wall. You only get two instead of four. They basically just re reduce resources. Pretty much. Yes. Do they hit harder? Uh, the big guys are harder to take down and the little guys, you definitely got to go for like headshots or like what your claws at the head. Or anything else like straight and just do one swipe on bodies and, and just mow down everybody. Okay. So more health, less resources. That sounds right yes. for this kind of game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I would like to know. So like you can go into the camp and practice, picked up all the weapons and mess around with them. You can become a ridden or yeah. And, and walk around and, and kind of fight each other there at the camp. Is there a mode where you can go in as a ridden? I haven't looked into that yet. I've only ever played the Are you game. talking about horde mode? Not horde mode. There's a mode in there that you haven't touched yet. 
There's a few of them I haven't touched yet that I I might go and, and I think I think that mode is multiplayer and I think you can choose whether or not to be horde or not or you might just get hit with a bunch of hordes I don't really know that seems like that is what the mode is for I try I'm really trying to remember what the hell the mode was called so I I could see the menu I can't remember what it is but yeah for the most part since I've gotten back for blood the only thing I've stuck to has been just the campaign and doing the acts. I finished all the action. As much time as I have in this game, that is the only part of the game I have played. It's weird that the first time you completed the game was just the other day with me. All right? Or did you complete it before that? Well, I try to wait. Like, I don't like jumping on random people because I never know who I'm going to be with. And I always end up being with people who don't seem to know how to work as a team or with the team. You know, they kind of just get into a game and they run off. I mean, you do too. You and Casey both, like, you like to just go. But I do the same thing when I'm lead too. Like, I'm like, all right, this is what we're doing. And then I'll look back and be like, Sean, where are you at? You're like, I don't know where we started. (laughs) It's just one of those games where, like, you're meant to be together. But, like, when somebody's focused on, like, leading the pack, they just go. And everyone else just has to, like, keep up. Right. Yeah, I'd rather just do that with with, with my friends. At least, you know, if if one gets too far, we got a straggler. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Someone's going to wait. We can communicate. I like playing, obviously, with my friends more. So, yeah, I just jumped in with random campaigns. But with people and I do a story here or there, but I never wanted to complete the game without one of my buddies being there. Right. So thank you. We didn't start <laughs> at the first act. We picked up kind of where you Well, that's remembered. because we had done the first act and part of the second act. Um, I had done that with you and with Casey, I yeah, think it was, yeah. or whatever. Casey and I have done the first act, I don't know how many, multiple times, because we would start the first act, get all the way to almost to the third, and then something would happen. We would die, and then we'd die again. You only get one continues, and you got to start all the way back over. So we did that a few times. And then just we're like, all right, we can just pick where we want to start now. We've already done this stuff multiple times. That's that's bad because if we go up in difficulty, I don't think that one continue is going to be very helpful. Oh, don't worry. I've been saving burn cards. Oh, well, good. Yeah, because um, yeah, I've been saving them for this. Re- I have not used my burn cards because I knew I was going to try a harder difficulty. I don't want to use them until I know this is the store I'm going to be in. Yeah. I literally told Nick to not use burn cards. And like almost every time I said that, it would come up on our screen going, yeah. burn card. And I'm like. Why are you not saving them? He's like, oh, well, I'm not using them. I can see you're using them. He, he doesn't, doesn't play very efficiently, and that's just his he, own good gaming yeah. style. So, well, he does it on lower levels. He literally went up to veteran, and he was like, man, having a defibrillator is the best way to go when you go to veteran. And Casey and I jumped in and done like already a few uh, um, stories and a few and in, in the first act and. Honestly, it really wasn't too bad. I was always using, me- using melee, so I was able to heal myself. But, yeah. But yeah, like, it is a little harder, a bit more challenging, but it's not, like, unbearable yet. So I don't know what he was talking about, but, you know, you saw him. You just run into a pile of, of, of zombies. Yeah, his man. health was constantly yeah, like 25%. Yeah, and just, like, spraying and praying almost, you know. Casey does that shit, too. <laughs> man, like, I was about to say we could switch to Casey, but Casey does the same thing. He'd be like, all right, I'm going in. Hey, guys, I need to be picked up. Again, I, I messaged my dad and I was like, hey, this is a free on Game Pass if you want to join us. But he said he let it expire. So 
it is what it is there. Still a good game, but not much story. Few cutscenes. It's through. not really meant for story. No, no, not at all. So it, it's just more gameplay. I do enjoy the gameplay. It's pretty fun. It's funny because you did not enjoy Left 4 Dead. I know you say you haven't played Left 4 Dead, but we played together once or twice, and you said it was too difficult, and then we never went back to it. So I think and this 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 is by the same creative so I thought, so yeah. uh, individuals. So like it's right. a spiritual successor, it but it doesn't it, it kind of feels the same, but it's a little bit different. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I played that growing up. I used to uh, Call of Duty event like back then. So like those quick shooter, first person shooter games was just like where I was at to to pick up like Back for Blood took a minute to get into after playing like Call of Duty, especially Cold War for so long. And then I got into Back for Blood. Like my first two rounds in Back for Blood, I was like, dude, how do people even like, how do people enjoy this game? Like you just get bombarded with hordes over and over and over and like it, you don't get a break. Yeah. Yeah. But now, you know, once you figure out the mechanics and how to, how to run the game. Yeah. Left 4 Dead was like that too. The better you played, the more difficult they would make it. That's the way that the engine would work because they would, it would try to meet your level. So if you were just like slaying everything with no struggle at all, they'd be like, all right, here's more, here's more horde and here's more difficult zombies. Have fun. <laughs> heavier, you know? More and heavier bodies. Uh, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Right. Um, now that you, we were talking about this. I, I suddenly remembered. I saw a post today and I don't, I didn't look into it. I want to look into it later tonight when I can have free time to Google stuff. I saw that somebody brought the original Xbox servers back online. Not like, not the ones owned by Microsoft, but they were able to rebuild it and do their own. And then somebody was playing like Halo 2 on regular, like OG's Microsoft Xbox style servers. If that is true, would you be interested on streaming like Halo 2 over here on split screen online? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I can play Halo 2 at home right now. What are you talking about? Yeah, but that's the Master Chief collection. I'm talking about the OG servers yeah, yeah. with the OG game on the OG console. Okay. Full nostalgia. We're going. That's how we do it here. <laughs> you think this room's for show? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. it is most of the time. <laughs> I use stuff in here. Just a lot of it sits around waiting to get used. But yeah, I. If that is true, I would like to hop on some like Halo or Unreal or, or sorry, was it Quake? Yeah, there's Quake up there. Anything like nostalgia wise and just hop back on it. You know what I mean? Let's go. I would, man, to have the OG, well, not the original servers back up, but that, that's, that's pretty cool to be able to go back on the. I played with Colin when I was younger, after we had graduated high school, but before I joined the military or was it, was it before we graduated high school? I can't even remember. But we, you could actually generate servers that would work with Xbox. It just wouldn't be the same as what we're talking about or the original servers. But you could create a dedicated server for yourself. Right. Or reach out to, with special software, to other people's servers that they were hosting. And then still play online, but with that specific group of people that knew that the server existed. And they would send that information out. So there'd still be like dozens of people on it. It wouldn't just be like one versus one or anything like that. But even then, that was years after the original Xbox and it was still fun then, you know, to just be on nostalgic like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. if they have it up, I'll let you know, and then we'll see if we can stream some throw throw down. Oh yeah, let's oh yeah, go. some some original let's Halo go. Two style. Halo, the original Halo was fine, I guess, but like Halo Two is like when I started playing a lot, and that was because I was doing the Great Computer Challenge and the first Lego League, and I was hanging out at Kurt's house a lot, and we had people come over. We had um a friend named John who played professionally because he was so good mm-hmm. and we had like you know LAN parties at his house back when that was a thing where you actually brought your consoles together and hooked them up together and had more than one tv you know 
The good old days. Oh, you had friends. Well, it was a handful of us. Well, the thing is, what made it easiest was getting people in the same place was always difficult. But when we're doing the Great Computer Challenge or the first Lego League, we're all getting together to do that anyway. So we would just bring our consoles. And so we would do whatever work we were doing and then play the video games. So it was like two two for one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Those are my friends. Like I was probably only like we we might all had consoles, but we never like played together. Nope. So when we hung out, it was like four wheelers dirt bikes, ride stuff, doing whatever, messing off in the woods, you know. Then we started driving, and we were like, oh, crap, I'm never going to be home. Let's hit the road. I mean, I was the same way. I mean, that's literally most of the reason why I even started, you know, the streaming and the social medias and stuff like that, because I told you I grew up playing these games by myself most of the time, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be part of the community more than just, hey, I've got video games, and I'm hiding in a room. I'm a hermit. You know what I mean? Like, I actually reach out and the goal is eventually to have some online friends that I met online that I vibe with enough that they could be part of our online group. And then not only would I have more people to play online with, but you would too. So we're like, hey, let's grab a third or a fourth for this game. It would actually be way easier because we'd actually be able to grab friends who can play games, you know, or who want to play games instead <laughs> of trying to coax them into playing the game. Right, you know I mean? right. And that, that would be great. I'm you still know? one of your friends. So you try to coax to play games. So, you know. You're like the only person I really play video games with. Kurt occasionally. Because uh, he came over and played Dynasty Warriors 4 Empires, I believe. Or is it 5 Empires? Either way, we were playing that and he got sucked into that. And he's like, wow, this is the first time I've played a a video game in long enough that he couldn't really remember. Because he doesn't really play video games anymore. He just watches them on Twitch. You know, he's moved to that kind of style. Unless there's something that he can be dragged into, like that he gets sucked into. He just, he doesn't really play video games anymore. So like, that's another reason why I want to get down on another 7 Days to Die server with him. You know, get him, you know, give him the desktop. If you're getting the laptop, get him set up, um, me, get my new desktop and just like do a nice server and just have a time where we dedicate that much more time. Because, I mean, how many hours did I put into seven days that I like 240 and we had only done like two servers? Yeah, crazy. But that game is, is, is very addicting. So you can definitely spend days upon days on that game. OK, I actually have steam up. It's 285.9 hours. You almost caught up to my dying light hours, which is very sad <laughs> on my end. I only have 26 minutes of Beat Saber on my computer because we always play it on the headset. <laughs> yeah. But it does look better on the computer. All of these things look better on the computer, and I'm glad that they're cross-play. So, like, I know once you have that laptop, you'll be able to do better-looking VRs. So, like, when we do Don't Onward... Don't have the uh, cable mount? You can hook to, like, your ceiling, and it drops the cable straight down, and that way you're still able to, like, spin around and move around, and the cable, does, like, doesn't yeah, get in your way. Yeah, but you have to mount it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Because I would, I would hit- love to do that, but I have a ceiling fan. I guess I could like not have the fan on and like mount it like off to the side instead of centered, especially because this area is not going to be centered while I'm playing. Right. Like do it to that side. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. And the the C cable that you buy is really long too, so it has it has length for like getting out there. So yeah, if you do that in your living room with the laptop and just run it up to your ceiling and down, yeah, you can do that. that the only thing is, is you're going to need to pull enough slack that you can get down to the ground. And then stand up and every time you're moving, you're going to feel that slack tap you, which is a little annoying and distracting. But if you can get around it, yeah. Or like if you go to swing your arm, you actually didn't accidentally catch the cable if like it's behind you. So like the, the overhead is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Or if you could. Uh, you just hang a weight. So like you go up to the ceiling or like, yeah, say you run up to the ceiling, put a little hook and then run it to the center to drop and down. If you put a weight in the center, every time you stand up, it pull the cable back. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> thank you yeah i mean you see i got those hooks down in the living room right now from all the candles that i was holding but they're 
they're not going to be strong enough. You'd have to get a uh, a ceiling anchor because if you go to squat too quick, that tension of you pulling the cable so fast is going to end up being more than like a pound or three pounds that a lot of these like little hooks are rated for. You'd want to actually get a ceiling anchor, anchor it to your ceiling. That way they're rated for, I think they're like, depending on which one you buy, 10, 30 pounds, whatever. But I mean, think about it. If you're dropping your body on a cable at a fast rate, how much do you weigh? And you're on a cable and you're, you're <laughs> descending very quickly. Yeah, you might pull that thing right out of the ceiling. So yeah, if you're going to mount something, make sure you mount something nice and stable. I know it's just a cable, but if you've moved fast enough and it's, it's not free enough, you'll take that thing down and it'll hit you in the head or, you know, rip a hole in your ceiling that you have to close, which will be very inconvenient. And then it's spackle. Fine. It's fine. It's never fine. <laughs> You excited for anything else coming out? I know you talked about your, your games, movies. I guess not much. I'm still waiting for after the fall. Still waiting. To it's talk on to sale. Me. You're still it's waiting. It's on sale. We still have not had a discussion of uh, the Last of Us yet. I still have yet to sit down and do that. What do you mean sit down and do that? Did you finally watch it? No. Well, see, that's why we haven't talked that's about what it. I'm yet. saying you're still waiting on me, man. I get so behind. I'm I'm working on. You're it. You're behind on the Last of Us. You're behind on. Did you ever watch any of the Mandalorian? I'm not. Or Bad Batch. No. Probably won't watch that at all. Do you watch anything? No, I'm kidding. You're busy all the time. <laughs> so like you don't really have time to just like sit there and just binge through shows. Life, man. You know, it, it's at that point where it's just been kind of one thing after another. I'm just having to take care of things. Yeah. So yeah, that's hopefully, what I'm saying. hopefully it'll slow down. You know, I keep waiting. I keep saying hopefully, but you know, it just seems like it's got that trickle effect, but you need to just take Spider-Man home with you. That's what you need to do. And then play that. And then get back to me and be like, all right, we can review. And by we, I mean you, Spider-Man, <laughs> because I've already played it, but then we'll be able to talk about it together. You know what I mean? And you can knock that out way better than a TV show because you'll be focused on it. So if you do have free time, be like, all right, let me dig into this because you'll be excited for it. You're never really sure if you're going to be excited for a show. And then if you are, you, you know, it's at your pace. You know, yeah. if, if you want to watch the episode, it's going to take you an hour to watch the episode. Or you're going to have to keep pausing it with the game. You can pick it up and play it for a couple minutes and then put it back down if you need to, you know, it's still, right, well, it's if, you still don't mind, if you don't mind, I'll take that. If you don't mind yeah, me right taking there. that home tonight. Cool. Cool. I might start that next week. I don't like, know how many hours the main story is. It might only be like 20 to 35 hours, something like that. I don't know. It, it might not be that long. I don't remember because I did everything. So I, I, every time there was like a story beat, I would do the story beat and then I'd wander off and go do stuff. And then I'd do a story beat and then wander off and go do stuff. So, so I don't even know how many hours I put into that game, but, but I, I literally took my time and did everything. Like I said, I don't know if I'm going to 100% the game, but I will finish it. There's certain things at least. that are like challenges where you have to like beat up all these people in one site a certain way. It'll be like stealth, take out these ones or take out these ones with, you know, a reflex or something like that. You know what I mean? It'll be very specific. So it gives you specific goals for that one site for that one time. And then there's the taskmaster, but like, there's definitely ones that you don't have to do if you're not going to be doing everything like the collectibles, like, uh, he leaves backpacks all over the city from over his years of being Spider-Man. Cause this is not him first being Spider-Man. He's been Spider-Man for a minute. Right. So there's backpacks, but they don't give you anything. There's a collectible. So if you're like, Oh, should I do this? Well, you can skip the backpack, you know? So that cuts out a bunch of chunks of things that you don't have to do. Like, uh, like collecting the birds and stuff like that. They're literally just like stuff to do so you can just have fun with the game. But yeah, if you just want to like knock out the story or the fun bits that like will probably keep you involved in the game, 
yeah, that's it's probably just the main story, the taskmaster and the challenges. Word. I don't know why the word like eluded me for a moment there. Cool. Cool. And we upgraded to the bedroom. We got a sixty-five in there now. I literally could not tell when you sent the photo. Is there a new is there a new PlayStation in there? Is there a new Xbox? I don't see a new console. I don't have a controller. I guess it's a new TV, but it looks like the same fucking TV. I thought we mounted that TV. And you're like, well, it's a little bit bigger. And it's just bigger. I literally could not tell. I mean, I've been in that bedroom what once? Yeah. Yeah. And we got know? a soundbar for it. Man, I'm so I got the Sony soundbar with the subwoofer. And don't get me wrong, it sounds it sounds good. You got kind of have have the subwoofer up a little bit more for it to have the better sound quality. You can't just turn down a little bit. It's like all or nothing kind of thing. Like there's really no happy. I haven't found that happy medium. It's either sounds great and I'm able to bass out or it's got to be low. Right. Uh, but she got this Vizio one that came as a bundle. And that shit sounds better than my Sony. Disappoints me. That sounds sketchy. Because <laughs> Vizio is a budget brand. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Or that's what like that's yeah, like. I mean, nothing's perfect. The, I have two of these LG soundbars, and the subwoofers are Wi-Fi, and they work most of the time. You'll be watching a movie, TV show, playing a game, whatever, the bass is rumbling, and it'll just stop working for like five, ten seconds, and then cut back on. And you can notice, because you're like, oh, yeah, movie. And then you're like, oh, what happened? Oh, the sub co- uh, cut off again. And then it comes back on, and you're like, ah. and there's no way to fix it. I have not the, found a way to fix it. I Googled like a it. secure link that you can just... Make sure it links every time. So no, it just reaches over the Wi-Fi network and talks to it, and it talks fast. It's a high-speed Wi-Fi. It's just occasionally the, the subwoofer will just decide that the, the bar is not doing anything or putting any audio out, and then it'll reestablish a connection again because it's not like it's moving around the room. Right. You know, I don't know. It's just every, yeah. every piece of technology right. you get has, has something, you yeah. know, like, yeah. like Vizio is a budget brand, so, like, they cheaped out on something on there. I don't know. Like, I guarantee you, like, the speakers don't sound as good as, say, I guess you, you said you got a Sony, right? Yeah. But you didn't get like one of those like really expensive ones. They stick with like the Sony Bravias when they display them that are like $3,000. You know what no, I mean? No, no. But I'm like people who are like hard. audiophiles, they could listen to two different speakers and go, oh man, do you, do you understand how nice this one is compared to this one? I've done But that, since yeah. we're not audiophiles, you know, know, we can, uh, we can tell well, certain compare, differences, but not near as many. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like that's I have a coworker true. that's got that's like true. multiple expensive sets of headphones because he's an audiophile. He wants like the cleanest, most crisp sound you could possibly get from anything he listens to and he's willing to spend thousands of dollars to get there me no i just i want it to sound decent i want some nice bass yep and that's about as far as it needs to go like don't get me wrong i love music but i don't listen to those very tiny details you know what i mean now if i could and i could afford it i mean i would but yeah but doesn't that go for everything exactly yeah i could have a lamborghini i would have a lamborghini I'm just saying, if you were so rich that you're like, all right, I'm bored. What am I doing today? You'd be like, ah, I'll go buy a Lambo. I haven't had one yet. You know what I mean? I'm going to be living in a single wide with a big ass garage. It's like bigger than where I work at now. If you were a billionaire, yeah. you'd live in a single wide. Yep. No, not really. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> you'd be like, you know what? But I'm going to buy this mansion over here because it's got man. a 10 car garage. This one's got a 20 car garage. I've got a vacation house with a 10 car garage. No need to have something like that. I'd have, I'd have a decent size house. If you had an insane amount of money that you didn't know how to spend, I'm pretty sure you would just start spending it on a random stuff. No, at that point in time, I would probably definitely try to have a bunch of kids to leave all my inheritance to. <laughs> That's how you get killed, man. Your kids be like, he got the money. I'm in the will, you know, or you could, you know, give chunks of it to some of us. <laughs> of course, I would take care of you guys. I, you know, just a couple million, just enough to get I, me started. I mean, I, I'd just buy a big ass piece of property and put everybody on there, have five acres to themselves and have our own community. You're like. 
yeah, I was so rich that I bought out the entire community, <laughs> knocked out all of the houses, built custom houses, yep. and each one's for each of you. Yep. And we're in the city and we're living together. Man, that would be, that would make a lot of people depressed to kick, be kicked out of their houses. But like, in terms of like, if that area wasn't taken up and there's a bunch of like old dead buildings that you could switch to residential, that would be really dope. Because you'd be man, like, I'm in the like... middle of the city and I have all the space I need. I know you guys sent me those videos online of people who are mounting like all their retro consoles against the wall and stuff like that. Stuff drives me nuts because some of these things get really warm. And when you sandwich them to a wall like that, they're retaining heat. It just means that you're killing the lifespan of your, your hardware even so, quicker because so they're if, getting hotter for longer. If I were to put my X against the wall and only one side was against the wall and the vents on each side were still open, it would get hotter. Your what? Your Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it's sandwiched up against something, it doesn't have proper airflow, or if it's literally up against something that's retaining heat, yeah. It's but the gonna... vents are open. It's only the back side that would be close to the wall. There'd still be a little gap. Wait, wait, what vents are you talking about? You're talking about floor vents? No, I'm talking of the vents on the side of the Xbox. Look, just because it can breathe doesn't mean it's breathing efficiently, is what I'm saying. It can still work. It'll still run. But if it's sandwiched up against something, or, or if it's sandwiched or it's up against something, it's going to retain more heat, which means it's going to run hotter which means it's going to burn through faster because it's hardware. It's like that with everything. It was like that with the 360s. The 360s overheated. They had oh, bad man. soldering, you know, and then people did the opposite and they did the sandwiching in like a towel and got it hot enough that the solder would melt again. Yes. And then it would fix it. Yes, I did that multiple times. But it's the same concept. Could you imagine if that was something that didn't have a soldering problem or at least not the same soldering problem and you had it up against the wall and burning all the time and then something went bad, some device, and, it went, and these things are not cheap. I mean, you're, you know, if you have to replace a component on your Xbox right now, you don't have support on it to replace anything. Right. You know, it well, gets mine's not expensive. like that, yeah. Granted, newer technology does cool down more efficiently, but when you get, like, real high-end stuff, like these 4090s with, with strong processors in your desktops, they run hot because they're doing a lot. You know, assuming that you're running, like, a game or something like that that's actually utilizing all the power. Right. Because they do have, like... Right efficiency cores and stuff like that so when it's barely doing anything it tries to run as cool and as low as possible but yeah when it's running full bore you're creating a video or you're playing a high-end game or something like that it's going to run hot because it's the more power it has up to whatever it can consume the more it does because that's what it was designed for right and then when it's doing less it's consuming less power but the more power the more heat the more heat the faster components can go bad I mean, it's just how it Shoot, is. man, that Xbox that I like the Xbox X, when I'm deep into a game and it's running, if I go over there and check, it is it is pushing out some hot ass air. It's, it's getting warm, obviously. I, I make sure to my, that my console gets some downtime because that shit gets hot. Yeah. Did you ever uh, have you ever put your hand over it when it's not running? Mm-mm. Yeah. You notice that the fans runs. Yeah. When I do. Yeah, there's still, I'm there. like, there's still air coming out the side. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it tries to keep as cool as possible. That's fine. That's, that's doing its job. Doing its job as much as these consoles are now. I don't want to, that's a lot of money just to be over, over, yeah, like overheating and just being careless with like, I want to make sure I get some long, like I want some longevity out of this console. I mean, don't get me wrong. These things are meant, as long as it does have enough space, it is away from things and it is ventilated. It's going to get hot, but it's not going to overheat because they're designed to run for a period of time. At that temperature, that's what these heat sinks are for and stuff like that. That's what they're designed to do. It's just when you take them out of that element, when they can no longer be ventilated properly, or they're sandwiched against stuff, and they're now retaining more heat than they were designed to retain, that's when you start having the red flags and the issues. So yeah, it's it's going to get warm by default, but if it can breathe, it should be fine. 
I mean, even mine back here is behind a running monitor and up against a wall. So I, but I also only run mine for like an hour at a time, basically, or like two hours of, yeah. Yeah, it's right there. Do you stand it straight up or on a side? It's straight up. Is it supposed to be straight up? You can do either. It doesn't matter. Okay. Because now you got me paranoid. I'm like, oh shit, I have it. I have it long ways. No, no. The the last couple of generations of consoles they designed so you can do either or. Or as long as it's breathing properly. Yeah, I just know heat rises. So if I put it up and it's intaking from the bottom and pushing out the top is more efficient than pulling from the side and pushing it out. Not by very much, but still. Yeah, more I just efficient. feel like you pull more when it's on the side. It's because if you set it down, if it's pulling in from the bottom, it gives you that much room as opposed to on its well, side. Well, those vent holes are on the sides of the bottom. Right. They're not, pull- I, they're not I, pulling from underneath what it's standing on. It's actually pulling from the sides of what it's standing on. I, I still feel like you would get more being open on the side. Yeah, we're 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 getting into nitty gritty details right. of like very minute <laughs> changes. But again, the goal is as long as it's breathing fine, it'll it should be fine. You know exactly. Sorry, I don't have a lot going on right now, guys. It's it's been. You have a life, man. Don't apologize for having a life. <laughs> Even if you know the the things in the life are things that you can't or don't want to talk about on the podcast. You know what I mean? I mean, I could talk about cars for hours, but you know, we're not here to do that. No, not on this one, at least not on this podcast. No, <laughs> Go listen to consoles and cars. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast, but hey, if you like this content, feel free to like, comment, share, subscribe, star. I don't know whatever it is you do with these things. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.